Good day and welcome to this mini-episode of The Cosmic Savannah. My name is Robbie and I will be your host for this mini-episode. Firstly, a little bit about myself. So, I'm a master's student at the University of Cape Town studying stellar astrophysics, with my focus being on ultra-compact binary objects. Now, ultra-compact binary objects are just some of the most rare binary stars that we know of, and yet we haven't detected that many of them in the Southern Hemisphere. My project is to try and detect more of them in the Southern Hemisphere. Today, I will be interviewing Lian Soa, a PhD candidate at the University of the Western Cape. Now, Lian Soa studies cosmology, which basically means that he's studying the universe as one whole entity and not just individual parts of the universe. His aim is to unlock the secrets, at least some of them, of the evolution of the entire universe. That's a pretty daunting task, if you ask me. As you can imagine, this is all rather complex, and so I'm going to explain some of the jargon and the terms that he uses just before we get into the interview. Firstly, he talks about a nonlinear correction to the neutral hydrogen power spectrum. Now, that all sounds very daunting. However, all I want you to take away from that is that basically Leon Soa is using hydrogen as a way to measure different parts of the universe and therefore study the evolution as a whole of the universe. And via the corrections that he makes to his detections, he can infer certain information about the universe. Another thing that he mentions is dark matter. Now, dark matter is something we hear about a lot in sci-fi, but it's actually a real thing. And all we know about dark matter is we can observe what effect it has on things like rotational curves. Unfortunately, we don't actually know yet what it is, which is why it's still known as dark matter. So dark matter has effect on something called rotational curves, which Lian Tso mentions, but I thought I'd just touch on it here as well. Rotational curves of something like a galaxy is simply a measure of the velocity of what's rotating around the center of a galaxy at different distances from that center. To put it simply, matter is moving a lot faster than you would expect at the edges of a galaxy due to the contribution of dark matter. Now baryonic matter is another term that Lian Tso mentions, which is just simply visible matter matter that we know what it is, like atoms, different particles, we know what those are, those are baryons. Finally, Leon So would just like me to mention that he has a speech impediment, however this does not prevent him from giving us a great explanation of his fantastic work. Let's enjoy the interview. With us today, we have Lian Tso, a PhD student from UWC, who is working on cosmology. Hi, Lian Tso. Hi, Robbie. So, Lian Tso, tell me a little bit about what you work on. I'm uh, working on uh, cosmology, so I do nonlinear correction to the, to the neutral hydrogen uh, power spectrum. And from that, I can uh, infer uh, the cosmological parameters and uh, study the dark matter and dark energy and can tell uh, how the universe is expanding and how it's uh, evolved. That sounds all really interesting. When you talk about these cosmological parameters, could you explain what some of those are? When we talk about the uh, about cosmological uh, parameters. First, uh, we have to know that we are uh, working on the the standard uh, model of uh, cosmology, and for the cosmological parameters are uh, like uh, the density of the baryon in the universe, uh, the density of the dark matter, uh, the Hubble uh, parameters, which tell you uh, 
how fast is the, the universe expanding and uh, the spectral uh, index which tells you about the shape of your colors uh, spectrum and uh, the sigma 8 which is a fluctuation of the masses in the universe basically uh, those are the main cosmological parameters but uh, there are more but i'm focusing on these several uh, uh, <laughs> that i just mentioned so it sounds to me like you're studying what the basic contents of the universe are like dark matter for instance um could you expand a little bit perhaps on what dark matter is and how we have come about detecting it a uh, dark matter is a uh, a uh, missing mass that's not interact uh with the which is not uh interacting uh electromagnetically uh, with the em uh window but it does uh interact uh gravitationally so uh we can see uh the effect of dark matter by looking at the rotational curve uh, about uh, 25% of the missing mass in our uh, universe. That's great. Thank you for expanding on that. Um, it sounds all very interesting. Just could you tell me why you came into this sort of topic? What sort of made you th find this as your project for your PhD? Uh, with the upcoming uh, data set and uh, technology we've uh, uh, with Mirkat and SK and Herax, uh, we want to do better forecast with more precision of how our uh, universe is uh, evolving and how it's expanding. So I want to to answer that uh, question and. Uh, I'm also uh, interested in uh, in neutral hydrogen uh, cosmology, uh, which is uh, one of the the hot uh, hot <laughs> subject in cosmology. And with that, I do uh, intensity uh, mapping uh, technique in order to to probe more volume and uh, to have a better uh, understanding of our uh, current uh, universe. That does sound Sorry like an incredibly it. interesting topic, but I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us today, Leontor. Thank you so much, uh, Robbie. was Lianzo talking to us about one of the most interesting fields I think there is at the moment, cosmology. I say that because I don't think there's a single field which could be grander than the study of the entire universe, because that encompasses everything. Some of the main points that Lianzo brought up were talking about cosmological parameters and how he can use those to infer certain things about how the universe evolves and expands. He's trying to study the basic contents of the universe as a way to unlock and uncover many of the hidden mysteries and secrets of the universe's expansion and evolution. 
I myself have been to a few seminars and lectures on cosmology and it was quite astounding to me how much we actually don't yet know about the universe but how much we've been able to learn just in the last few years and just in recent times. I think one of the most interesting points Lianzo made there in that chat was how with the current and upcoming technology there's never been a better time nor more interesting time to do cosmology. As with the vast amounts of data sets that new telescopes like Meerkat and Hyrax are producing, we're actually inundated with data which can help us study the nature of the universe. With people like Lian So working in this field, I'm sure we're able to uncover and learn lots more about the universe's evolution, its expansion, and its overall nature. Thank you again for a wonderful chat, Lian Soa. Thank you all for listening, and I hope that you have an absolutely fantastic day further.